The superbug MRSA is creating panic and causing problems for hospitals and doctors nationwide. So what are we doing to combat this? Welcome to ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter with the Chicago Tribune, and joining me today is Dr. Jen Han, who's director of Diatherics Laboratories. Dr. Han is a physician, scientist, and researcher trained in molecular genetics and medicine. He is certified by the American Board of Medical Genetics as a clinical molecular geneticist. Dr. Han's studies have been published in dozens of publications, including the Journal of Clinical Microbiology, the American Journal of Clinical Pathology, and Frontiers of Biotechnology and Pharmaceuticals. He received his medical degree in China and has a Ph.D. in clinical molecular genetics from the University of Alabama at Birmingham. Dr. Han is joining us from Diatherics Laboratories in the prestigious Hudson Alpha Institute for Biotechnology in Huntsville, Alabama. Dr. Han, welcome to ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. Well, it's great to have you from Huntsville today. And if you could first tell us about the state of MRSA and what is going on out there to attack this very difficult problem, which unfortunately is pretty common. It's become more obvious recently because of the misuse of antibiotics and more and more patients coming to the door carrying the bacteria, MRSA, and spreading. There's a community-acquired form and a hospital-acquired form, and it's mixing inside the hospital and creating a lot of problems for the physicians and the patients alike. And at Diatherics, if you could tell us about what you guys are doing and some of the technologies out there more broadly, in effect, it's sort of an easy testing mechanism for this. Yes, what we're doing is a molecular diagnosis. We're detecting the bacteria DNA directly, and it is a much more sensitive method and quicker than traditional culture method. And what Diatherics is so unique is that we are using a new technology called TEN-PCR that allows us to detect multiple targets from one sample with one test. And this is important because when the bacteria coming carry with the patients usually have multiple genes that give them the different trait, like drug resistance. Methacinine resistance is caused by a gene mutation and actually an extra gene called MEK-A gene. But if you just detect that MEK-A, it, is, it may also carried by other bacteria. So you need to detect not just MEK-A, but also the gene that associated with the specific bacteria, which in this case is Staph aureus. Then you can differentiate if the patients really have MRSA. So that is what we are providing, a multiplexed molecular differential diagnosis, zooming in to see what the patients really have. And could you tell us, first of all, about the method that's being used today and how that differs from what you have? Most of the hospitals now using bacterial culture, and that takes two to three days to wait for the bacteria to grow, and then to study the drug resistance, which may take another day. Because of the late response, the physician, during that period of time waiting, they cannot really prescribe accurate treatment for the patients. And in a situation like that, what our listeners 
especially our physicians out there might not understand, is the fact that two to three days you in this climate, you could have a patient come in, be tested, and leave, and you'd be like, oh my goodness, they had MRSA, and it's already in the hospital. Exactly. That's what stopping the many of the tests being used because it takes too long to make that diagnosis. And with molecular diagnosis, from sample to result take only a few hours. And that allowed the physician to have a more accurate and precise response. And so it seems to be with the molecular test, how, how does that work? Well, you take a nasal swab and then rinse the swab in water and extract bacteria DNA from that sample, which takes 30 minutes. And then you do what they call polymerase chain reaction, or PCR, basically Xeroxing a piece of DNA from the bacteria. And then you need to detect that with a, a detector. In our case, we are using a Luminex microfluidic chip to detecting different genes. And so that is the whole process. You need to get the sample in, extracting the DNA or RNA, amplify it, meaning Xeroxing it, and detect it. All that steps, four major steps, can be completed within four or five hours. If you're just joining us, or even if you're new to our channel, you're listening to ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter with the Chicago Tribune, and joining me today is Dr. Jen Han. He's the director of Diatherics Laboratories, which is developing a new and unique and a quicker test for MRSA in hospitals to hopefully prevent and contain this problem much earlier. And Dr. Han joins us from Diatherics offices in the biotechnology, the Hudson Alpha Institute in Huntsville, Alabama. And Dr., if you could, you're telling us about this rapid test. Just how quickly can the patient get their results if it takes two to three or even four days with the current culture method? Well, with the molecular diagnostic, you get the result in four or five hours. However, you do need to consider if the laboratory is not within the hospital, there is a shipping time need to be considered. But if it is the hospital is nearby, you can get the result within the, the same day, usually within the 24 hours. And that is really amazing considering if you are a physician out there or a hospital, you want to know right away whether a patient has MRSA that could be spread to another patient, correct? That's correct. The standard procedure is if you know the patients have MRSA, you need to isolate them and in their own rooms that have a much more cost associated with these. And MRSA patients also stay in hospital much longer than a regular patient. So the length of stay and the treatment requirement, the expense using more expensive vancomycin for the treatment of these patients are significant. So if you can make early diagnosis, deciding use what kind of drug or what procedure if the patient need to be isolated or not, it is very important. In our case, our diagnosis not only detecting the MRSA, MRSA bacteria, we also detecting the drug resistance that was tetracycline, erythromycin. So even some patients have methacinine resistant, but you can treat it with much older fashioned antibiotics and much cheaper too, and get a much quicker recovery. 
And so with your diagnostic technology, uh, it's called a TEM-PCR, is it being adopted out there? And also, is it just for hospitals? It is being adopted with a clear certified lab, and we've been collaborating with Vanderbilt University, with the CDC, with New York State Department of Health, and with Vancouver Children's Hospital. Many clinical studies being done and published in peer-reviewed journals. So this is a good methodology that being validated all over the place. And is it actually being used yet in hospitals beyond clinical settings? Yes. In certain areas, for example, in Vancouver Children's Hospital, they're already using these for respiratory disease diagnosis. And then here in dietetics, we're working with many hospitals that receiving samples and providing diagnosis assays for these hospitals. And how standard could this become? And maybe perhaps you could also give our listeners an idea, given your expertise at the state of MRSA right now, because this is something that is far from being contained. As a matter of fact, it could be getting worse. Exactly. In Northern Europe, they start to control the disease, start to screening every patient come to the door much earlier, and they got a very good results. So if you identify the patient's isolate the patients with MRSA, you have a better, better chance to reduce the hospital-acquired infection and control the disease before it getting worse. And how is it spreading? Is hand-washing, is that helping? I mean, is it spreading in different ways now than what we saw a few years ago? Hand-washing definitely can help, but the disease are spreading in normal carriers. Patients, if you just go onto the street and find stopping people and screen them with a nasal swab, you may get 30-40% of the normal individual carry the disease. So it is hiding in your body, but when your immune system becomes weaker because of other diseases, these bacteria may acting up. And do you see it becoming, given the problems with hospitals and everybody, it seems like, can tell a story about, you know, a friend or somebody they know that has acquired MRSA, perhaps an infant, do you think it's going to be more of a standard test, not just your technology, but others, where everybody who comes in is being tested? Is, that, is any of that even going on right now? Yes, it is. Uh, have a big movement nationwide to screen all the hospitalized patients and not just using this technology, there are several other technologies that can be used. You can use a quicker culture method, Chrome Auger, that turn around a little bit quicker than the traditional culture method. You can use a real-time PCR assay, but they usually detect only one molecular target. And of course, you can use 10 PCR, which is detecting multiple targets, give you better differentiation and identification of the pathogen. There are many methodologies available, and the challenge is to make the hospital to make a decision which technology platform they should go to. Well, what would you say about that? I mean, clearly, Diatherics has its own technology, but how would you advise hospitals? Because just hearing you talk and the fact that the culture's out there that systems being used now takes three or four days, and given the whole situation with insurance reimbursement and whatever, a lot of hospitalized patients are not even staying three or four days. And so it seems like they have to get off the dime here and move. Um, what would you recommend to them? Well, they are also, I mentioned that there are quicker culture methods that they can use to screen. They're still waiting for the technology, but the challenge really is 
technology-wise, I mentioned to you, to make a diagnosis, you need to get the sample, extract the DNA, RNA, amplify it, and detect it. Four major steps. Each one of the steps, they have multiple methods. And each one of the methods, you have somebody, some company make a machine to automate that. So for a clinical diagnostic lab, it is like walking into a maze and a 3D. And which one you are choosing, particular step, for example, amplification. You can use a different amplification method and different machine. And so the hospital don't have time and personnel and validate these technology platforms. So that is a, it's a challenge. And there's FDA approval certainly make it easier. However, not all FDA-approved method is up to date. Yeah, if you could talk a little bit about that. I mean, what are the methods that are FDA-approved, and, and is the FDA putting these things on a fast track? They certainly pay a lot of attention to this emerging problem. And there are two I know of FDA-approved product, one from BD, one from CFIAT. They both real-time PCR-based detecting a particular gene called MEK-A that carry the drug resistance feature. So they can detect the gene, but sometimes the gene is already gone but they're actually, the, the problem with that uh, test is they're detecting the juncture between the cassette and the chromosome. What I mean is when the bacteria acquire resistance, they acquire the gene together with a baggage. So the assay detecting the baggage rather than the content, therefore sometimes the bag is there, but the content is already gone. But those are minor cases, but that's one of the, the problem the diagnostic industry is facing, there's even at a molecular level, the disease is very complex, and you need to have a more powerful tool that analyzing different aspects of the disease and have a more comprehensive answer. Well, with that, I would like to thank Dr. Jen Han, who's been our guest. He's the director of Diatherics Laboratories, which is developing a new technology to test for MRSA. And one of the problems we've been talking about is the fact that some of the testing methods out there are too slow and take more time, but it's exciting that the diagnostic industry is addressing this. My name is Bruce Japson. I'm with the Chicago Tribune. I've been your host, and I'd like to thank again Dr. Jen Han, who has been our guest, and you've been listening to ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. ReachMD, online, on demand, and on the air. Please visit us at ReachMD.com, and I'd like to thank you today for listening.